It's a happy Friday to play victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Hear the right, O Lord. Attend unto my cry. Give ear unto my prayer that goeth not out of feigned lips. Let my sentence come forth from thy presence. Let thine eyes behold the things that are equal. Thou hast proved my heart. Thou hast visited me in the night. Thou hast tried me and shall find nothing. I am purposed that my mouth shall not transgress. Concerning the works of men, by the word of thy lips, I have kept me from the path of the destroyer. Hold up my goings in thy path, that my footsteps lift not. I have called upon thee, for thou wilt hear me, O God. Incline thy ear unto me, and hear my speech. Show thy marvelous loving kindness, O thou that savest by thy right hand them which put their trust in thee, from those that rise up against them. Keep me as the apple of thine eye. Hide me under the shadow of thy wing. From the wicked that oppress me, from my daily enemies who come past me about, they are enclosed in their own fat. With their mouth they shall speak proudly. They have now come past us in our steps. They have set their eyes bowing down to the earth. Like as a lion that is greedy of his prey, and as it were a young lion lurking in secret places. Arise, O Lord, disappoint him, cast him down, deliver my soul from the wicked, which is thy sword. From men who are thy hand, O Lord, from the men of the world, which have their portion in this life, and whose bellies Thou fillest with thy hid treasure. They are full of children and leave the rest of their substance to their babes. As for me, I will behold thy faith and righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I await with thy righteousness. Good morning. Happy Friday. God bless you, sister. Good to hear you this morning. How you doing this morning? Okay. Excellent. Excellent. So good to hear you. And all the time, God is good. It's just like good to hear you. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Hey, Sister Mona. Hey, happy Friday. You heard me try to tap in, too. <laughs> <laughs> happy Friday. Happy Friday, sister. Good morning. Good morning. This is Yvette. Happy Friday. Good morning, this is Marshaller. Happy Friday. 
Happy Friday, sister. Good morning, it's Susie. Hey, sister Susie, happy Friday. Happy Friday to you too, brother Andrew. You have a wonderful and blessed day. You as well. As you, you as well. Rick's standing here. He, he said hi. Okay, excellent. <laughs> okay. Brother Rick, we missed him. <laughs> okay, he just went in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, he was carrying a coffee cup. <laughs> Excellent start to the day. Sure is. You have a great day, Brother Andrew. You do, Sister Susan. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you Thank you. It's a wonderful day. It's a clear victory. It's men's day. We made it to the end of the week. And we're going to finish strong. Who's with me on the call? Good morning, Sharon. Good morning, Sharon. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you as well. Good morning. It's Brother Michael, Andrew. Hey, Brother Michael. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, too. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, and whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation, and my high tower. I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. Sorrows of death compassed me, and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. Sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him, even unto his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations also of the hills moved and were shaken. Hello, Cynthia's on the line. God bless you, sister. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good morning. Hello, was someone trying to to say good morning? Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Happy Friday, everyone. Hey, Sister Tracy, happy Friday. Good to hear you this morning. With all that's got, with all that's going on in the world right now, with all the things that you must face when you head outdoors, it's good to gather in the name of the Lord before you start your morning. Please, ma'am, please, sir. Don't take this for granted, because where the saints gather, there is strength. Where there is strength, there is thoughts towards home, because the source of all strength is the Lord of hosts. And when we can meet and speak with our God before we face anything 
that the evil one has in store for us, when we can gather and praise him, we're ready for anything. And the world needs us ready. Trust me on that. If you don't trust me, trust the word of God, because it says the same thing. <clears throat> it's a beautiful day at Declare Victory. My name is Andrew. We're here to praise the name of our God, who's with me on the call. Good morning, it's beloved Barb. Happy Friday. Good to hear your sound. God bless everyone. God bless you, beloved Barb. Happy Friday. Good morning, it's Busola. Happy Friday. God bless you, sister. Happy Friday. Yes, sir. If there be no one else, our time is quickly approaching. So I'm asking everyone who can hear me, please, ma'am, please, sir, check your phone, activate the mute feature, set it, and throughout our call this morning, check again to make sure you're continuing in muted feature so that as the word of God goes forth by those speaking, there are no impediments to the hearer or to the speaker. Until such time, we're asked to come off mute and we can praise his name collectively. Good morning again. My name is Andrew again, and I'm your host for the morning, and I appreciate your allowing me to do so. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who are we? This is who we are. We are a prayer call, and we meet Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we are here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. We're asking you to please invite a friend, two, or more to gather with us this morning so they can be blessed too. Fridays are Men's Day where only men are scheduled in the lineup to bless you. Please be sure to join us daily for the remainder of February. Our new monthly theme is position. This means that all of our declarations will be regarding positioning yourself accordingly for the Lord. One announcement is before us today. Please join us later this evening from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time as well for Friday Night Live. You reach that by calling the same number. You will definitely be blessed. The title of the call this evening is It's All Peace. Friday Night Live, 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's All Peace. There were no prayer requests submitted to our online app but there are prayer requests that we as saints of God, that we as prayer warriors, that we as interceders need to cover. <clears throat> Excuse me. Firstly, the children. We need to cover the children, the children that are still incarcerated, the children that are still enduring separation anxiety from their parents, the children that are enduring uh, food shortage, 
food scarcity. It's, it's a hard thing for a child to not know that they'll be able to eat when they're hungry. And children are always hungry. Those of us who have watched children, who have born children, who have fathered children, know this to be true. We're asking coverage for the children that are in harm's way, that are being hurt, that are being neglected and abused, that are in trafficking situations. We're covering the children from one end to the other. We're covering the first responders, those that are in the face of the pandemic, those that are getting weary, those that know if they quit, there's no backup. Those that fear when they leave home, whether they're going to be infected before the end of the day, we're covering them, especially those that don't know the word of prayer, that don't know the Father, who don't know the Son and the pardoning of their sin. We're covering those first responders who don't love their fellow man. We're covering them who may use their position for evil. We're covering our nation's leaders from the federal, state, local level. We're covering the leaders in our local church. We're covering leaders of all sorts in our schools, on our jobs. At every turn, those who have rule over someone else, we are covering under the hand of the Lord that things may go well for those who are his children. We're praying for the vulnerable, the physically weak, the sickly among us. We're praying for those that are financially in harm. We're praying for those for their peace of mind. We're praying for provision. We're praying for an awakening for them. And for those in the household of faith, we're praying that they have the faith to endure, knowing that the Lord will bring it to pass. We're praying for each other. We're praying for families. We're praying for marriages. We're praying for brothership amongst our friends that the bonds that the ties that bind not be strayed not be strained not be torn in these times of heightened stress we're praying for ourselves physically that our health be maintained and that we rely on the lord for all our sustenance that we remember to pray before we eat those little things add up to big things in the sight of the Lord. And we're just praying for the unsaved everywhere. No matter where we go, we are surrounded by them. And they are why we're here. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Jeff. The declaration will be brought by Tony Sandoval. That order, once again, prayer and corporate praise will be rendered by Brother Jeff. The declaration will be rendered by Brother Tony Sandoval. Immediately following 
for the sound of all will take us through love life and victory where he will cover any questions he will field any comments and further instruct us on the lesson that he brings our scripture for this morning is genesis chapter 40 verse 13. within three days pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your position and you will put pharaoh's cup in his hands just as you used to do when you were his cupbearer may the lord add a blessing to the reading hearing and doing of his holy word please ma'am please sir check your phone once again to make sure as we go into prayer that your mute feature is activated and ongoing so that as the word of god goes forth to transform change heal and deliver everyone's concentration can be pointed towards our home and glory i now pass the call to our prayer warrior to take us to the throne of grace my name is andrew hart i now pass the call god bless you all amen hallelujah thank you lord jesus glory to your name jesus hallelujah lord god Good morning, God the Father. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks, Lord God, for this day, Lord God, another day, another opportunity to glorify you, Lord God, and to raise up, oh, hallelujah, praises and glory to the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord God, for Brother Andrew this morning, Lord God, and all the things, Lord God, that he spoke on this morning, Lord God, that we are lifting up to you, Lord God. And we want to say thank you in advance, Lord God, for the answering, Lord God, of our prayers, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for positioning us, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for examining our hearts, Lord God. Thank you for giving us the heart, Lord God, of service, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for reminding us, Lord God, all that we have to be grateful for, Lord God, which is much, Lord God. Lord God, there's a whole lot going on in the universe today, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah. Hey, Jesus, Lord God, we need you now, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Jesus, so much going on in the world today, Lord God. But, Lord God, we won't quit, Lord God. Lord God, we remain faithful, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, to prayer, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that we believe, Lord God, that we will receive when we pray, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. So much, Lord God, is going on in this universe today. And sometimes, Lord God, all we could do is pray, Lord God. But, Lord God, we pray, Lord God, that we put faith, Lord God, and action, Lord God, behind our prayers, Lord God. That which we can do, Lord God, let us get into some action, Lord God, and do it, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah. We want to say thank you, Lord God, that we know, Lord God, that the things that are out of our range, Lord God, that you can take care of. You can handle it for us, Lord God. But that which we can do, Lord God, oh, thank you, Lord God. Let us not be lazy and well-doing, Lord God. 
Let us not faint, Lord God. Be weary, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. And being of service to others, as Brother Andrews, hey, hallelujah, Lord God. Hey, said in the heart that we are praying for each other, Lord God. So right now, Lord God, I lift up, declare victory. Hey, Jesus, hallelujah, right now, Lord God. And I pray your protection and covering, Lord God, over each and every saint in their household right now, Lord God. I pray your, that bless us this day, Lord God. Oh, give us the heart, Lord God, and the will, Lord God, to do your will. Oh, thank you, Lord God, for our health and for our strength, Lord God, for covering our finances, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for covering our minds, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. So much going on in the world today, Lord God. But we, you tell us not to fret, Lord God, for you, are, Lord Jesus, have already overcome the world, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. We don't want to worry about nothing, Lord God. We want to place our faith and our trust in you, Lord God, but we also got work to do down here, Lord God, on earth. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. So much going on. We love you, Lord God. We love you, Lord God, and we just want to honor you, Lord God, in every area of our lives, Lord God. So we say thank you, Lord God, for the power of prayer, Lord God. This day, Lord God, this morning, Lord God, I don't know why it is, Lord God, that, oh, hallelujah, Lord God, it's my, 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 my it's, I feel a little weight on me, Lord God. The words, is, I'm struggling to come, bring the words up out of my heart, Lord God. We need you, Lord God, we need you, Lord God. We're seeking, Lord God. We continue to seek early, 6 a.m. in the morning. We continue to seek, Lord God. Strengthen us, Lord God. Strengthen us. Build us up, Lord God, in the areas, Lord God, when that you know that we need strengthening, Lord God. Thy will be done, Lord God. We pray for thy will to be done in our lives today, Lord God. Glory to your name, Lord God. Glory, 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 glory. Hey, yes, Lord. Brother Sandoval, Lord God, we lift, hey, we lift him up to you right now, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah. We pray, Lord God. Hey, yes, Lord. That you speak through him this morning, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Every declarer, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Seeing and I, I'm struggling this morning. I want to cry out, reach out uh, to declare victory, family. I'm ask them to take their phones off of you and help me glorify you this morning. Lift up the name of our Lord. Thank you. 
healing comes, Lord God. That people is you, Lord God. Thank you for your joy, Lord God. Thank you for healing, Lord God. With a table for you, Lord God. Hey, a beautiful as we prepare Lord God to receive Brother Samuel, Lord God, we want to say thank you, Lord God. Out into your marvelous light. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. As we prepare to move to the next yes. phase of the call, yes. I want to ask that we all place our phones on mute and continue to praise Him. Hallelujah, Lord God. As we place yes. our phones yes. on mute, oh, we will pass the call to Brother Sandoval, Lord God. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Good morning, good morning, everybody. My name is uh, Tony Sandoval. Um, I will be bringing the declaration here this morning. Thank you so much for that powerful prayer. Um, if you guys have a second here, if you guys can just double check your line, um, just to make sure it's muted here. We do record the calls. We do want to preserve the quality of the call. So if you could please just double check your phone line here just to make sure that it is uh, muted here. Uh, it does sound like someone is on the other line. Um, just to make sure that we're, again, just preserving the quality of the call. So if you can just please uh, mute your line as we proceed forward into the declaration, uh, that'd be very helpful here. Um, but thank you again. Thank you so much for the for, for the introduction. Thank you so much for uh, just being with us here this morning. I know it's early, but Declare Victory always brings it, uh, regardless of how, uh, how early it is. So thank you so much again. Um, we are going to just dive right into it here. We're going to be in Exodus chapter 3, Exodus chapter 3, and uh, we're going to go through a really, really famous story. We're going to go through uh, Moses at the burning bush. So if you guys have ever seen the Ten Commandments, uh, this is the, the burning bush experience, the conversation between God and between Moses. So let's just dive right in. It's Exodus chapter 3. We'll start in verse 1. I'll go ahead and read through some of it here. But now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him into the flames of fire within a bush. Moses saw that that bush was on fire. It did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight why the bush does not burn up. The title of today's message is going to be Voice from the Fire. Voice from the Fire. Let's pray real quick. Father God, just thank you so much. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for the opportunity to do this, Lord. Thank you because we come expecting you to speak today. We come expecting you to do something here this morning, Lord. And we just ask, Lord, that you speak loud and clear. We ask that you minimize me and that you maximize yourself, God, here, Lord. Thank you. Anoint the words. Anoint what's going to be spoken and done here this morning, God. And I just pray, Lord, that you just be with us, Lord. And I just pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, just one more time, just before we move on, uh, someone is unmuted. So if you can, please double-check your line. It sounds static like you're moving around your phone. So please just double-check and mute that line. Thank you so much. I do hear that it's muted. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to be here in uh, in Exodus 3 here. 
And uh, let me just start with this. Me and my wife, my wonderful, beautiful wife here, we took a road trip recently, and we drove all the way from San Jose, California, to Boise, Idaho. To Boise, Idaho. I know that sounds far, but me and my wife love road trips. Um, we got a we got a new car recently, and uh, it's just always fun for us to get out there on the road. So, um, but we happened to leave during the storm, <laughs> so it would normally take ten hours to get from San Jose to Boise. It took seventeen because of the crazy amounts of snow uh, that we encountered getting over that Reno Tahoe area, and on the way back, uh, there was still a lot of snow and it was dark. So what we decided to do is. We decided to, we've been driving all day. It's about six and a half hours from Boise to uh, to the Tahoe area. So we just decided to stay the night. And so I got up on an Expedia and I was trying to find us a place to stay for the night. And uh, Tahoe is not the most, it's not the cheapest city in the world, right? So we're looking for, for something that's not going to like break our bank or anything like that. But we found a good place, found a nice place. And um, if if you know me, you know that I love a good view. That's like what I love, man. That's the first thing I look for if I'm looking for a hotel. I'm like, all right, what's the view like? What am I going to be looking at? And then I wanted the view, and especially with the view of Lake Tahoe, right? Because you can see the mountains. You can see the, the lake. You can see the snow. I mean, if you got the right view, it looks beautiful. So that's the first thing I look for. But I realized that the price of having the view was like three times the price of having a regular room with no view. So I was like, man, you know, we're gonna, we're just gonna stay the night. Like it's no big deal. It's already like six o'clock in the evening. Like there's no, you know, it's fine. Let's just get the regular room. So we pulled in. Uh, we pulled into the hotel. I walked walked in to check us in, and I was talking to the guy, letting him know, you know, we've been we've been traveling and you know all this stuff. And then uh, he's like, okay, well, that's, that's fine. Looks like you got a regular room. Do you, you want two beds? Do you want one? And I said, no, just one, one, uh, one bed is fine, you know. And I kind of said, joking around, but still, I crossed my finger. I was like, unless you got something with the view, unless you got something with the view. And the uh, the guy who was checking me in, the attendant, just stayed quiet. <laughs> I made this joke, like I put a little extra emphasis on it, like unless you got something with the view. And then he just stayed quiet, just kept typing up on his computer and like nodding and stuff. And then the and then the conversation changed to something else. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess we, I guess we didn't get a view. It's all good. So we got all this stuff, got to our room, and uh, we we're on the eighth floor. Pulled open the blinds, and it's pitch black outside. By this time, it was about six thirty at night, and it was dark outside. Like you couldn't see anything. So we were just like, well, I guess. I guess we didn't get a view, you know, <laughs> you know, it's totally fine. So we put our stuff away, went to go have dinner. Everything was cool. Um, we we got up the next morning. I walked up to the window. We threw up, open the blinds and lo and behold, seven o'clock in the morning, you open the blinds and you see snow, you see mountains and you see a view of the south of Lake Tahoe. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful view. The attendant, he heard me and he answered my request. And I'm over here thinking like he didn't hear me and he didn't respond. And it got me thinking 
that that's kind of how like how it feels like to talk to God sometimes. You speak loud and clear. You ask for exactly what you want and you get silence. You get silence. Well, God sent me here this morning to tell you that silence doesn't always mean rejection and that delay is not always denial. You see, God's silence does not mean his absence. And most of the time, his silence is not related to our will, but his. I'm going to let that sink in a little bit. Write that down if you have a pen. Most of the time, God's silence is not related to our will, but his. Psalms 37.4, it's a very famous verse. People quote it all the time. They put it up on their Instagram and their Facebook. It says, take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. But this verse is often misinterpreted, I will say. You see, God doesn't give you everything that's in your heart. That's not what he does. It means that if you focus on God, love God, delight yourself in God, that he will put the desires into your heart. You will have alignment with God's will. Your desires will be God's desires, and God's desires will be your desires. So when God speaks, what he is trying to do is he's trying to give you a new perspective a new desire, a new outlook on life, a new view of what was there. And the, this month's theme is, is about position. And in studying this and studying Exodus 3, I, I, something, I had a thought that, that so many of us are worried about position. So many of us are worried about title. But God is not worried about position. God is worried about positioning, and that's two very different things. Position is title. Position is uh, your job title, job security. It's it's what you hold, what power you wield, what authority you have. But God is more concerned about your positioning. How are you positioning to support the responsibility that God wants to give you? How are you positioning yourself? To support what God wants to give you. The blessings that our God wants to send your way. How are you positioning to hold up that which God wants to do? Are you positioned to, uh, are you positioned to carry the weight of your anointing? Are you positioned to carry the weight of your anointing? If you look at this conversation between Moses and God, we can see the contrasting ideas, the, oppo- uh, the opposition of wills between Moses and God, between what God wants to do, between what Moses doesn't want to do. And I believe that we can learn from not only how God spoke, but how Moses positioned himself to listen. It's about positioning. It's about positioning. In this conversation, if you've been in the church for too long, Moses gets a lot of, he gets a bad rap here because he, he, he comes meekly. He comes afraid. He becomes nervous. He comes nervous. And when he does that, um, he, he uh, originally refutes what God's asking him to do. 
But we can learn a lot from how Moses even positioned himself before just to hear from God. So let's dive in real quick. So you need to position yourself like Moses. And the first way that Moses uh, positioned himself is that Moses approached God. God didn't approach him. Moses approached God. He approached the burning bush. In Exodus 3, verse 3, it says, said, Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight. Why the bush does not burn up. Moses activated the character of God by approaching him, by making a move towards God. You see, in James 4, 4, it says, if you draw near to God, he will draw near to you. You have to do the drawing. You have to do the pursuing. You have to do the initial steps, the initial movement towards God. And when you do, you activate the character of God. And he moves towards you. He speaks in your direction. He starts to guide you. He starts to anoint you. He starts to speak in to your life. You see, God is calling you, burning in the distance. And we may feel the heat of his fire. And we may see the light of his glory from far away. We may see the miracles that God is doing from far away, just like a burning bush that's not being consumed. But if we never approach that light, if we never approach that heat, if we never approach that miracle, God will never, you will never hear from God. Do the approaching. Do the pursuing. Move towards God, just like Moses. And the second way that Moses positioned himself to hear from God is that Moses responded to God. He responded towards God. In Exodus 3, chapter, uh, in, in Exodus 3, verse 4, it says, When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. Moses, Moses. I think if you've been a Christian long enough, you, you listen to a story so many times and, and people just gloss over things because they've become normal. But there is nothing normal about what's happening here. There is nothing normal about what happened here. Moses is about 40 years old at the time. Um, and he is, I'm sorry, he's about 80 years old. I, should say, I apologize. He's about 80 years old at the time. And he's been running. He's a fugitive. He ran from his homeland of Egypt. And Moses himself has this crazy story where God saved him from being killed as a baby by putting him in a wicker basket that kind of uh, floated on the Nile. He was picked up by an Egyptian princess who loved him, took care of him, took him in, raised him as an Egyptian. So he was raised as an Egyptian, but he had Hebrew blood, just like Joseph. And then uh, he became like this, this uh, 
this you know he was a powerful person in egypt but then he ended up killing an egyptian soldier to protect a hebrew slave and now he's been on the run for years and he's 80 years old tending someone else's sheep with no property no land and at 80 years old there is a burning bush in the middle of the wilderness who speaks to him moses Moses, there is nothing normal about what's happening here. So if I was Moses, and I lived the life that Moses did, and a burning bush started speaking to me while I was trying to work in the middle of the wilderness, I probably would have bounced, (laughs) if I'm being honest. I probably would have left. I probably would have said, Yo, this is crazy. I got to get out of here. This is not normal. This is not normal behavior. I must be seeing things. What did I eat? Must be some fumes in the air. I would have I would have got out of there quick. And a lot of times that's what happens. That God is speaking to us, but somehow it doesn't elicit a response from us. Moses responded to God. Moses responded to the call of God by saying, here I am. When you, make, when you respond to God, you make yourself available to God. And when you make yourself available to God, you make yourself available to be touched by God, healed by God, spoken to God, by touched by God, anointed by God. You make yourself available by responding to God. And I believe wholeheartedly that God is speaking, even now, maybe even especially now, that God desires nothing more than an intimate conversation with you. But if you never respond to his calls, if you never acknowledge that he's speaking, you'll never hear from God. Acknowledge him. Respond to him. Even if you don't understand yet fully, even if it's scary or weird, acknowledge that he is there and you will open up the floodgates to the voice of God. The third way that Moses positions himself to hear from God is that Moses acknowledges the holiness of God. Verse 5 says, do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals. The place that where you are standing is holy ground. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. Moses did two things here. He removed his shoes in reverence and he hid his face in fear he removed his shoes in reverence and he hid his face in fear you see he showed god reverence by removing the shoes even before he knew who was on the other side of that voice he didn't know this was god he just knew that this burning bush was speaking to him he knew something powerful was happening something special was happening something extraordinary was happening to him And even before he knew who the voice was on the other side, 
he showed reverence. If you come into church and you come to declare victory and you go to a Bible study and maybe you don't know the full extent of who God is and maybe you don't know anything about God. Maybe you don't know anything about what God has to say to you. But if you come in there with reverence, if you position yourself by acknowledging the holy ground of that place, God can speak to you. If you walk in there knowing that this is holy ground and you come in with reverence and you come in expecting and you come in with a full, with a heart waiting to be full, God can speak to you. The second thing that Moses did is that he hid his face. He hid his face and he hid his face in fear once he heard who that voice was the god of his ancestors the god of abraham the god of isaac and the god of jacob abraham knew who this god was and his response his response was out of fear it says that he hid his face once he knew who the voice was. When we have a real experience with God, there's an understanding that comes about. There's a perspective that comes about. Because when you yourself, your spirit, becomes aware that God is there, something happens to you. It's overwhelming. It's an overwhelming sense. It's an overwhelming feeling to know that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is speaking to you. It's overwhelming. The fundamental concept that an all-powerful God is right here in front of you, behind you, all around you, and is directing his voice and his attention to you. Well, that could strike fear into you. But here, I don't think it's fear. I don't think it's fear with Moses. I don't think he was necessarily afraid. Because I looked into that word that the Bible uses, fear. And it's a Greek word and it means yare. And yare means to stand in awe of. He stood in awe of God. And you can only stand in awe of something when it goes beyond your understanding. When you can't believe it's happening, but it is. When you realize the power of what you are experiencing is greater than who you are. Moses was overwhelmed by the presence of God. And you only get there by allowing yourself to stand in awe. I think a lot of us don't allow ourselves to stand in awe of God, me included. I think we rush over things with God. I think we rush over the fact that God meets us here Monday through Saturday at 6 a.m. on a prayer line with people from all over the Bay, all over California, maybe all over the, all over the country. And we gloss over these things. And we don't cover our face. We don't, we don't allow ourselves to just stand in awe. 
stand in awe of what God is doing in your life. Allow yourself to be overwhelmed by the presence of God. When you do that, God can speak to you. God can heal you. God can anoint you. God can protect you. God can take you in. God can put you back together. God can use you. When you do that, when you allow yourself to not be busy, to not be distracted, but to be standing in awe with God, that changes you. That gives God permission to change you. You know, Moses wasn't expecting to hear from God today. And he wasn't expecting to hear from God. But perspective is a funny thing. And we we can look back and see how the life of Moses follows this trend, right? Like if we look at the, the life of Moses with the drone and we can kind of see it, you can see the goodness of God's plan for his life, right? The protection as a baby, the bringing up in the palace in Egypt, right? Even the protection here, he was he was given a flock to take care of, right? And it's it's very... The way God works is very, like a lot of times you don't get to see the full picture until maybe the end, until maybe almost the completion of what you have. But if you see what Moses did, if he went from Egypt, where in Egypt they uh, they worshipped many gods, sun god, a bunch of other deities, a river god, right? Um, and he worshipped all these other gods. He committed murder, had to become a fugitive in the wilderness. And in this wilderness, check this out, in the land of Moab, he raised sheep, tended two sheep for 40 years. If you know some of the Bible, you know that Moses, 40 years is a very important number because Moses would go on to free the Israelites with God's help. And the Israelites were able to come out of slavery from the land of Egypt. And for 40 years, they wandered the desert. And they wandered the desert trying to break old habits. Not just habits about being a slave, but habits about following Egyptian ways and worshiping Egyptian gods. And it's funny how Moses' life... It's funny how Moses' life reflects the walk that the Israelites take. In the wilderness tending sheep, he is unlearning how to follow Egyptian God so that he can follow the real God. And what I want to submit to you this morning is that God, God's journey is about forgetting habits about leaving things behind, the unnecessary things behind. It's about leaving that which we don't need, that which harms us, the trauma, the brokenness, the hurt, the anxiety, the fear, generational debt, 
things like that that are breaking you and hurting you and pulling you down. And God takes you through this journey to leave those things behind. And he's leaving all these gods behind in your life that so that you can forget them. If you worship money, God wants you to forget that. If you worship position, God wants you to forget that. If you worship uh, uh, other things, other addictions, God wants you to leave that thing behind in the wilderness so that when he speaks to you from a burning bush, you can speak loud and clear and Moses went from tending the sheep of another person that belonged to someone else to tending people for 40 years he tended sheep and then for the next 40 years he tended people the Israelites God's people who God calls sheep Moses's life is a picture of what God does you can go from hurting something to tending something and then God promotes you to tending something else but you have to position yourself in a way that you can hear God. Before you get the promotion, you need to do the positioning. You don't get the promotion unless you've been positioning yourself to hear from God, to be used by God, to be healed by God. How have you positioned yourself? How have you positioned yourself to hear from God? How have you positioned yourself to hear from God? I'm getting ready to close with this, and I'll I'll, I'll only be a few more minutes here. And uh, I should have started the call with this too, but um, I actually have to go to work. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, I'm not going to be able to hold a Q and A session here today. Um, so I apologize. Uh, in advance, I will not again be able to do the Q and A at the end. Um, I do got to get to work, but I did want to close with this. You see, Moses positioned himself to hear God by pursuing God, by acknowledging God, and by responding to God. And God spoke to Moses. God spoke to Moses. And so many of us are worried about position, but God is worried about positioning. So position yourself to hear from God. And so many of us are worried about power, but God is worried about perspective. Remember we heard, we said that word in the beginning, perspective. God wanted to give Moses perspective. And I believe that wholeheartedly that Moses wanted uh, to, wanted a, he wanted a full picture when he went with God, right? Because he told God, don't send me. You can't send me. I don't know how to speak. I'm not the guy. You chose the wrong dude. Maybe you're waiting for somebody else. I'm not the guy. But I think if, if Moses got the full picture, right? If God revealed to Moses exactly what was going to happen, you're going to Egypt. I'm giving you these things. You're going to free them. Everything's going to be okay. This is the land that's going to go. If he got the full view, it's like I had in Tahoe in the morning. If he had that full view, he would have done it. But he wouldn't have done it out of faith. And he wouldn't have done it without love. He would have done it because he knew it was going to work. When we got to that hotel room, it was pitch black. We couldn't see anything. I couldn't see the big picture. We didn't have the perspective about God, what God had given us, about the free upgrade that God had given us. I believe that Moses wanted to see the full view. He wanted to see the Lake Tahoe view. He wanted to see the full revelation of the glory of God's plan, but he was in the dark. And what makes perspective valuable, get this, get this into your, get this into your spirit here. What makes perspective valuable 
is experience. We ask God for perspective. We ask God for the full view, but God gives us experience. You see, me and my wife, Karina, we didn't get the full view that night until morning. And Moses didn't come. He didn't get the full view until 40 years later. 40 years of wandering in the desert with the Israelites. You fast forward 40 years later, Moses had sinned against God and he was not allowed to enter to the promised land, but God did not take away the view from him. In Deuteronomy chapter four, it says, then Moses climbed the Mount Nebo from the plains of Moab to the top of Pigseh, across from Jericho. Then the Lord showed him the whole land from Gilead to Dan all of Naphtali, the territory of Ephraim and Manasseh, all the land of Judah as far as the Mediterranean Sea, the Negev and the whole region from the valley of Jericho to the city of Palms, as far as Zorah, verse 4 says, and the Lord said to him, this is the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. When I said, I will give it to your descendants, I have let you see, see it with your eyes but you will not cross over into it. And Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in Moab. As the Lord had said, he buried him in Moab. In the valley opposite Beth Peor, but to this day, no one knows where his grave is. Moses was 120 years old when he died, yet his eyes were not weak, nor his strength gone. His eyes were not weak, nor his strength gone then 20 years old this finally had the fruits of his positioning he had the full view the big picture he may not have got to enter into the promised land but i believe that getting the full view the full perspective of the experience that he had to go through to bring about this coming into the promised land was more than sufficient. Moses did not die weak. Moses did not die depressed. Moses did not die broken. It said that he still had his fuel strength. His eyes were not weak and his strength was not gone. When you go through experience with God, you don't die weak. You don't end up broken. You end up strong. You end up with clear perspective, clear vision, and you end up stronger because of the experience. And it's not until that experience is over, concluded, finished, finalized, that God finally reveals the view. Let's pray this morning. God, just thank you so much. Thank you because you reveal the view to us. Thank you because you give us experience before perspective. Thank you, Lord, because you are always speaking, Lord. Thank you because if we position ourselves correctly, God, we can hear from you. We can be healed by you. Lord, you are a good God. You are a powerful God. You are a healing God and a loving God. And we love you back, God. Thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for everything that you say. Thank you for the way that you take care of us, for the way that you walk with us, for the way that you are with us. Take us from this place, but not from your presence, God. 
Bless us as we go on from here. Bless us in our workplaces, in our home life, with our families and coworkers, with anybody we come across. Bless us. Give us favor, God. We love you. We worship you. We give you all the honor and all the praise. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for being with us here this morning. As mentioned, I unfortunately cannot do a Q&A. I got to get to work early here this morning. But I hope that God spoke to you through this message. So you can go ahead and unmute your lines and say uh, say goodbye, say good morning, bless each other. Uh, I'm going to run. And it's been a blessing. Thank you so much to Claire Victory. Thank you, Tony. God bless you. Have a super favor Friday. Thank you for your decoration. Rochelle. Thank you, Dean. Appreciate it. That was Rochelle. Sorry, Rochelle. Thank you. We sound alike, though. Awesome, awesome. Have a wonderful, blessed week. And you blessed us with that. Oh, beautiful. And I love South Lake Tahoe. So, yeah, I get it. That was so dope. God bless you, man of God. God bless everyone. Thank you for the declaration. Real quick, can you repeat the uh, statement you made most of the time, God? What? I didn't get the rest of the statement. Uh, That God often gives you, uh, you mean the one at the end, that God gives you experience rather than perspective? Yes, yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah, and then the other one I said said a lot. Anytime I say something more than once, it's because I'm trying to drive it home. But uh, the other thing I was saying a lot was that so many of us are worried about position, but God is worried about positioning. Okay, got it. Thank you. Welcome. All right, guys, have a good morning. I'm going to run, but be blessed today and, uh, and just have a great day. You too. Have a blessed day. Everybody. You too. God bless. Bless us. Bless us. Enjoy your day. God bless you. Thank you. Everybody have a good day. Love you guys. Mama, call me. Okay. Love you all. Love you have all. Love you, Mama Mia. We are you all. We love you, girlfriend. Have a blessed Friday. I was a good friend. <laughs> Ooh, that made my day. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm girlfriend today. Don't even try it. Okay, I, I, I ain't going to touch it. I ain't oh, y'all know because she was talking to me. Yeah, I know. Yvonne was talking to her, Didi. So you could just go on with that. I love you, girlfriend, Yvonne. Uh-oh, we got to wrap up, Yvonne. It's all. Yvonne made everybody's day. Yes, she did. Girlfriend. Right. Keep yeah. it up. Keep it up, honey. You sound, you sound like you're getting there. Awesome. Uh, yeah. y'all, just keep praying for me. Cause it, ooh, just keep praying for me. But I'm, I'm grateful to be up and on the line. So, yeah, y'all keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. I love y'all. Right. Love y'all. I love y'all. Drop in tonight if y'all in the uh, Victorville city limits. It ain't going to be a th- it ain't gonna be a turn up, so we ain't turning up. So just come, come on through. All right, all right. Pull up on you. Love you, guys. Pull up, pull up. everyone. Ain't no cover charge either. I'm gonna let you in free. Hey, but you leave. You leave with the bonus and the and and field girl with the gift. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Tony.
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking 
in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Declare victory. 
is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared Faith is 
what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared Faith is 
what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared Praying for our youth, 
heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Life 